And welcome back to Almond Milk Records Podcast. I'm Ellie. I am Grant. How we doing? Feeling good. Feeling fresh. Good. Feeling Rona free. <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, All right. Well, today we're gonna um, we're gonna talk about some sad music. Yes. Today's podcast title i have no idea what we're gonna title it to make it sound like normal and not really depressing (laughs) but we're gonna be focused on sad songs and just sad music in general i feel like krant and i both listen to like a lot of sad music just on the regular or just low-key acoustic music so right the sad like at least sounds really sad yeah and a lot of it is a lot of it and, is quite sad. Yeah, and with the colder months coming in, I feel like it's just kind of it, it's just season. like a mood. Yeah, it's Bonnevere season. Yeah. Exactly. Bonnevere and Frank Ocean are gaining strength as the weather drops. My seasonal depression kicks in and Frank Ocean <laughs> <laughs> Bonnevere and Frank just... Ocean. <laughs> oh my sure. god, they're so depressed. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. there was like this tweet a long time ago and it was like, Hey guys, Frank Ocean is trending again on Spotify, like number one charts, check on your friends, make sure they're okay. Yeah. Right. That's funny. Speaking of Spotify, we released our podcast on Spotify. We're in the middle of, we're in the works for getting it, um, set onto Apple music. So that's super exciting. We are officially official. We're big, bitch. We're big, bitch. <laughs> we essentially signed a record deal. Essentially. Like, no, pretty they, much. They signed a record deal with Almond right. Milk Records. Spotify signed with us. It's crazy. Yeah. Fucking insane. Okay. Well, you want to kick us off? We're gonna. What, are we going to do five songs each? If we're doing five, I'm going to have to narrow down my list. Okay. But that's okay. I can... Well, you can do more. I can do six. Okay. And then you can list off a bunch of fucking honorable mentions at the end anyways. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That works for me. Let's do five honorable mentions. So, ten Five plus honorable mentions. Okay. So, we're going to talk about five, and then we'll just give another five that are just... Okay, this, that works. Sure. Yeah. All right, you okay. start. Okay, first song, super obvious sad song, but maybe not everyone knows about it. Don't know by Mac Miller, but recorded at the Spotify Studios, like edition. Yeah. Better so than the original. Good. So good. It, it's all acoustic. I want to say it's piano. Yeah. I, I can't listen to it right now, so that's why it gets a little no, bit it, it tricky is. for me in my head. Yeah. But it's so good. Yeah. It's a really good one, like, sad song if you want to cry. Totally. I think the first time I listened to it, I cried because it came out after he died. And I think that's why I cried. Just a little bit, though. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. When I was abroad, <laughs> pre-COVID, like – in the midst of being abroad, I was just really homesick for a little bit and really missed Grant and just my family and being home. And that was like my go-to song to listen to when you're in your feels, laying in bed, 
Yeah. It's a yeah. good one for that. Put that one on blast. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, um, I'm going to, because the internet, but childish game, you know, and the song is flight of the navigator as you could have guessed Ellie, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, childish is, I think he lost his best friend and that's what that song was about. So that one is like his, it's like, you know, it, that, that album was super different for childish, but that song even more so than the rest of the album was like super different. You can just tell he was like inspired by something to make something sound like that, which I loved. So that's a good one. Yeah, it was just so much more emotional, I feel like, than any of the other songs that he had ever released. Oh, totally. I don't know, just yeah. so good to hear an artist that's well-rounded. Just hear more from an artist than, like, one genre that they're kind of declared as. Right, yeah, totally. And overall, just a really good, sad, emotional song. Yeah, facts. A uh, next song that I'm gonna do is "Save Yourself" by, is it Kaleo? Is that how you say? That actually sounds right, which is weird enough because I always called him Kaleo. <laughs> it's one of those K A L E O. People know who they yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that entire album is so good and like so emotional. But someone passed away. I think it was last year. And I didn't know him super personally, but it definitely affected our community on my campus. Um, and just I, just that song was the first thing that popped into my head right as I was hearing the news. And I've had like a few people pass away in my life. And this is just always the song that I keep going back to. I don't know. I don't even know. I honestly that could be like so off from what the lyrics are even saying, but it just, I don't know. No, it's one of those songs for sure. It's a good emotional song. Definitely sounds very, you know, you can hear it in his voice. Yeah. Which his voice is really fucking good too. Amazing. That guy's talented. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with grief by Earl sweatshirt. (laughs) Quite a, you know, depressing song that was really when earl started going through like some really weird shit and he just like he was going through like drug addiction and he just talks about like that and it's when he got that sound in his music that was so like like dark and like like you know how travis scott's music like his good music is like melodic and dark Mm -hmm. like earl has like the voice to like push it further where it's like you're like, this guy is like fucking sounds so depressed, which it matches. It's the monotone in his voice. Yeah, I think it is. But then he flows so it's, well and it makes it so good. Yeah, it's the ability to like, it, his music almost is like mind numbing because his voice is so like numb. Yeah. And so you can just feel that he feels yeah, almost he's like dead in pain. Inside. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, but Grief by Earl Sweatshirt. Great song. Yeah. So in my mind, I see sad songs in like three different lights. Like if I'm in a sad song mood, it's either because I want to cry. It's because I just want to feel something, whether it's not like feel anything that I relate to or like I can understand. 
but maybe just like a sadness that somebody else is going through. That would be like the second category if I just want to feel something. And then the third one is if I'm in a sad mood, but I'm like, I want to be pulled out of it. Like I want some inspiration to like get me out of this funk, but I obviously, I I personally don't want someone like yelling in my face or something like be happy like that I don't know I want someone to like baby me out of it almost <laughs> <laughs> interesting no I get that I feel I just I don't want to be like well you can't listen to Happy by Pharrell and just be like oh fuck yeah oh, I'm happy now okay yeah it's like really I mean, depressing to, be, like, to hear a happy ass song it, but yeah, yeah for it's sure like, I I just want to be like. It's like a, Slowly it's like nice, it's like out. to hear like a hopeful song. That's not, it's like yeah. still kind of sad. And you're like, that's what Dano is for me, to be honest. Cause he like the end where he's like, we gonna be all right. Or he says, is that what he says? Mm-hmm. Something like that. And it's I think like, we might just be all yeah. right. Something like that. It's like kind of a hopeful sound at the end. Yeah. 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 I get that from that song for sure. But it also, it's, it's the beginning of it that just makes me want to cry. Oh, it's so the sad. The beginning, the middle. And you like and hear his I'm voice just... just start coming in on, and you're like, mm-hmm. stop. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah. Really good song. Um, So one song that I feel like could either fit in the understanding like someone else's emotions and like feeling their emotional pain or the kind that like brings me out is Tommy's Party by Peach Pit. Nice. I know that I showed you this song mm-hmm. and I think you liked it. I did. But I do like that song. I love Peach Pit. They're a Canadian band and I think that they're just so sick. They have a very distinct voice and distinct sound. I think it's called like surf rock or something like that is like the category that they would fit under. But That's interesting. Tommy's party is basically about this guy who sees someone that he has had feelings for or has dated in the past or has like been with in the past and he saw them walking around with another girl or like another I I want to say that it, they're walking around with another girl but I don't know. But they're like whatever walking around with this new person and this guy is like what the hell like why do you have feelings for this other person like why am I not good enough for you right but I've definitely been in that situation before so I get it and I don't know it's it's just a really good sad song and there's this amazing like guitar riff I want to say it's like an electric guitar riff um that's like a minute in the song and it's just it's so good. Yeah. But uh it get like the the entire song is like pretty soft and like right. controlled and um <clears throat> like low beat whatever and then all of a sudden there's this like electric guitar solo. Okay. It's like a minute 30 seconds something like that and the entire song just gets louder and then that's when you can like feel that the artist is like at that point of frustration where they're like no longer sad they're more like frustrated at the situation right and then it goes back down to like the slower music of being like 
okay, we're over it. Like, it's okay. He's moving through those, like, five stages. Like, grief or PEMDAS mm-hmm. or whatever it is. PEMDAS. I think that's it. <laughs> PEMDAS is used in math. I know. We we had to use PEMDAS the other day. We were trying to figure out, like, a third grade math problem, and it was it was kind of getting us. I'm not going to lie. Parentheses, exponents. Multiply, divide. Multiply, divide, addition, subtraction. Yeah, okay. But what they don't tell you at first is like they're on the same level. Like multiply and divide. It's like you don't multiply before you divide. You go left to right at that no. point. It should yeah. be like pe and like MD or like combined. I don't know. But <laughs> anyways, that's that's not the point of the podcast. We'll, we'll, we might have a math episode at some point. I'm just kidding. That would just probably <laughs> wouldn't be very fun. Okay. I've taken one math class in college, and I think I I took like one, two math classes in high school. I took one math class in college three times. <laughs> so <laughs> I understand the material pretty well at this point. You better. Math 101. <laughs> it's really It tricky. was not Math 101. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Feeling Whitney by Post Malone. Obviously one of my favorite songs of all time. Super depressing. Kind of about how, like, society's, like, disapproval of men showing emotion. You know? How the chorus talks about, like, Show no emotion against your coding or whatever he says. And it's like, just act as hard as you can. You don't need a friend. You're the man. You're the man. Like, just, you're fine. And he just is kind of like talking about how he's like trying to like be by himself and be all hard and like be okay. But it's like drug use and he's all depressed and shit. And he's just like, he's like, you can't do that. But, you know, you can. It's it's, It's a, uh, it's another one of those songs where you can kind of hear it in his voice. That he's like just kind of letting it out, like kind of in pain. Yeah. But I like that stuff. So, on the topic of Post Malone, did you know that when he does that voice shake, it's fake. It's fake. It's an effect. Yeah. Which he's a good singer, though. There's a lot of oh, shit yeah. done in studios these days. It is kind of sad to always figure that out. You're like, oh, he doesn't do that with his voice. Yeah. No, I get it. It's kind of one of those things that's like, I I don't know. I would never like expect an artist to do it. It sounds so good in the songs that he does it in um, and added that studio effect too. But I thought it was for real and then it wasn't, but that's okay. Uh, It It still sounds good. Big shout out to whoever um, masters his music or engineers it, whoever, I don't know at what stage they do that, but it, it sounds, it really sounds like he does it with his voice. So yeah, it sounds really natural. And if you watch any of his like live covers or like anything that he posted before he was really famous or like mastering his music at all, he's got an amazing voice that doesn't even need yeah. any auto tune or anything. On yeah, it. totally. So, I mean, you know, he still sounds good. They just wanted to add a little, I was going to try to impersonate it. It was some dumb as shit. So I'm not going to, but a little do it. I'm not going to. <laughs> you go ahead and do your next one, Ellie. Um, my next song is gonna be "Death in Taxes" by Daniel Caesar. Nice. 
Another really good one. I was debating between two Daniel Caesar songs. What was the other one? Uh, Streetcar. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. But I decided to go with this one because it was like the first Daniel Caesar song I think that I heard and recognized it being Daniel Caesar. Like I knew Daniel Caesar songs, but I'm the type of person who I go on like Spotify radio like one of those radio stations that you can make based on your music or you can after like it goes all the way through your playlist then you can say that it can automatically choose songs for you uh-huh you know what i'm talking yeah. about um i'm always the type of person to just like put that on because i like finding new music that way and then one time i was sitting there in my fields whatever and then this song came on and it just like made me burst into tears and i was like daniel caesar you've done it again (laughs) you've done it again danny yeah he heard me too Mm -hmm. he felt that i felt that yeah okay um you kind of actually inspired me when you were talking about like the styles of music i I switched one to wait by m83 one of my favorite songs of all time and it's kind of like a it's like a it's a very loud song it almost sounds yeah there's literally that song is i think six like it's like five to six minutes i think it's five and there are 15 lines in the entire song seven of which are no time (laughs) but the whole song the whole album that album hurry up we're dreaming was made um i think he said he made it for like it's a tribute to like his younger years when he was like a kid because he misses how innocent he was and I feel yeah. that. But the whole song is about like he's like, there's no end, there is no goodbye. And he just is talking and then there's like no time and he's talking about like a place where he can where there's no one there and he can just like fulfill his dreams with no one being in the way and shit. Which is like kinda cool. And you can they're like, you know, the words no time, they're like yelling them, like screaming them. So you can hear they're kinda like distraught. But really cool song. They let the fucking drummer go crazy. Absolutely love that song. I feel like that song should be in Where the Wild Things Are. Yeah, that'd be cool. They had, I think they had a song in a movie, but I, no, never, oh, yeah, they they did. (laughs) The band had a song in a movie. But I I could tell you what it is. It's The Gambler. Yeah. Okay. You got one? Yeah, are we on our fifth song? I think we're on our fifth. My fifth song is rivers and roads by the head and the heart funny story i really wanted to learn to play the guitar and i've had a guitar pretty much my entire life because my dad plays guitar so he bought my sister and i a guitar to share when we were younger and i've just held on to it so when my sister was graduating high school then I picked up the guitar and I was like, I want to learn how to play this song for her before she goes off to college. Cause it's all about saying like a year from now, we'll all be gone. Our friends will move away. So like, it's about them kind of growing up and just their lives going in different directions. And I perfected this song, but every time I would try and sing it, I would just start bawling because I would think about the fact that, like, my sister was actually going to leave and go away to college. So I never told her about it and never sang her the song. Well, 
That's impressive though, because that song's super easy on ukulele, but it has an F chord. So like, at, even as someone who's, I, you know, I've been trying to play guitar for like half a year now, and I still struggle with any song that has an F chord. So at least you got to the point where you could play that song. That's some hard work. Yeah, I think it's like it is. It's C. It's C. Like D, C, A minor, and F. I think. Oh, C, A minor, and F. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was the only song that I learned how to play on guitar, and now I could not play it at all. Well, that's okay. But you conquered it. You can get it back. Really nice. Okay. Anyways, um, my last one would probably be the star room by mac miller either version so i can kind of get it's kind of two songs but if you haven't heard the og version of that song it wasn't on the album just look up the star room og version on soundcloud or youtube and it's got what's that sample from ellie do you remember that song i know know it's so weird but um yeah it's got a really weird sample um and it's super cool but the album versions are also great and it's got that intro part where he does the um what's his name delusional thomas that's it sorry it took me a sec the delusional thomas voice and he does his little fucking poem at the intro and you know quite a poetic song that album also was made when his best friend died so that's when mac miller's music like it's sad when shit like that is what makes someone's music like evolve to something really good and his music was good before, but it evolved to something so good when watching movies of the sound off and um faces came out. And that was all inspired by his friend's death. And he just like found another gear of like music he could create that was past his like kind of just fun rapping stage. I love when artists I kind of mentioned this earlier, but I just love when artists break down and <laughs> like share things that are just more of their soul it sounds so ridiculous right now but like just more of their emotions their feelings like actually what's coming from their heart rather than like putting on a persona which i completely get like i can not even share my feelings in general so like sharing it to the world in a song would be so hard right but I love when artists Right. Do okay, that. think about real quick. So think about what Lil Peep says in a song, which is anything and like everything about how he feels and how he's super depressed. So like say he would, you know, say he wants to kill himself, like shit like that. He would say everything. And then think about the black eyed peas music, like ten years ago. They would say in a song stuff like turn your stereo up. Like it was a song like explaining it to, for you to like turn it louder like it's crazy it's it's crazy how music in like 10 years really went to like being emotional and like telling everyone how you feel and being super honest was like is like super accepted which is really cool no shade to the black eyed peas because i know they're probably going to listen to this i actually shade (laughs) to the black eyed peas for the majority of the music they made because it was it was pretty bad but but I definitely think that, in a way, those two aren't even, like, comparable because they were going towards such but different it, 
ways to be played. Like, Black Eyed Peas weren't like, oh, we want you to play this music, like, when you want to feel something, or we want you to, like, evoke emotion. The only emotion that they wanted you to evoke was, like, happiness. Okay, better, but either way, the Black Eyed Peas who were making hits back then versus Drake, who's making hits right now, Drake writes good music. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the Black Eyed yeah. Peas made "Where's the Love," but then like that's like they they made like three songs that were worth any any substance in them. And but it's like it's kind of cool that even like a hit these days can have like good lyrics. It doesn't have to be bullshit anymore, which is kind of cool. Except Tusi Slide yeah. kind of popped off, which is sad. And that was it just <laughs> we don't have to talk about Tusi Slide. <laughs> That was that was just I, that was just a money grab. That's all it was. I don't know why. I don't think he needs money. I mean, at least he got his. He bag. did. He just didn't need to. So it was interesting. But okay, what are some of your honorable? Mentions? Some of my honorable mentions. Okay. Oh my god, these are gonna be off the top. So I'm gonna go. Uh, these are <laughs> off the, the dome. I'm about to spit right now. <laughs> I'm gonna go, chum. By Earl Sweatshirt. I. Oh my god, this is hard. I'm gonna go Purity by ASAP Rocky and Frank Ocean. Just another one. It's like the way it sounds. They even like even their lyrics are kind of like, some of them are flexing, but like it's got that feel to it. Um, White Ferrari. It's you know, one of those songs that I he that could just make you cry. Just the way it sounds, incredible. Um, Ivy. Oh my god! I'd say I'm gonna say "Run Away," just because that's another one where it's it. He like they're very open. Even Pusha T, who was forced to rewrite his verse because it wasn't douchey enough, is super like. New drinking game. Every time that Grant mentions "Run Away" in a podcast, don't do it. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna die. <laughs> I think you've mentioned them in as, every single as podcast that we've ever recorded. It, it deserves it. <laughs> but, um, okay. you know, that's that's honestly all I have, I think. so. Um, my honorable mentions are also going to be off the dome, so this is going to be interesting. Um, please Never Fall in Love Ollie. Again by Ollie M. N. <laughs> The amount of times that you and I have listened to this song and you've looked over at me and been like, Yeah, you'll just be like crying a little bit. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know. (laughs) I don't know. It just hits me. He's got that voice. It's a very low. um, It's not like he doesn't put any effects or anything on his music. I feel like just kind of raw. And shit just sounds like super fucking like sad i don't know it's nice though dreaming with a broken heart by john mayer is another one what does he say in that song something about it's hard to get out of bed um i don't know john he really gets yeah okay um going off the top i thought of another one something that Uh, i don't want to do this anymore by xxx and tassian yeah just so like Mm. I think that was the first X song I heard, like 2017 or something, 
or 20 something like that but um super fucking depressing song isn't that same way for like Lil peep for me where he's just like he's like talking about something he's just saying everything you're having trouble thinking of one oh another no yeah. sorry sorry another good honorable mention is again by the head and the heart but it's Ten Thousand weight and gold i've never heard that that song's really sad scar tissue by the red hot chili peppers i feel like a lot of my sad music is like so no right oh oh my god another artist that we've already talked about but such a good song the best day ever yeah it's like bonus. it is kind of sad it's yeah, so it is. good i've got an interesting one first of all on that note um what's that song called what you know or whatever by two-door cinema club that for some reason is a super yeah. sad song to me get that at all <laughs> it's it no that was literally my yeah, ringtone like, in eighth grade i bought that song on itunes so that i could make it my ringtone it was I like think it's just sad to me because it's kind of nostalgic that's probably why it does doesn't sound sad it's like super upbeat but um i don't i don't know that song always like Makes me kind of like I listen to it when I'm sad. I don't know. Um, the one I was gonna say is King by XXX Tentacion. I've talked to you about this, where like if you're kind of like angry, sad, and you listen to Screamo <laughs> or something like this, where they're screaming, it's like it's really like it's kind of healing in a way because they're just screaming for you, and you're just like, oh fuck yeah. Other than yeah, like that. Yeah, Other than, that. like, a couple songs by X, I can't really listen to anyone scream. Also, I don't know how I didn't know this, but Superposition on Daniel Caesar's, like, newest album was written, or, sorry, John Mayer's featured in it. A Lack of Color by not, Death Cab not, for a, not at all we're going to say the same one. No. Nope. That's an interesting one, though. Death Cab for Cutie. The first time I heard a Death Cab for Cutie song... Dance Dance Revolution 2007. It's the way to Fuck do yeah. it? Question mark? That was absolute classic game. Okay, mine's Doing It Wrong by Drake. You know why I was reminded of that? That one's also on my It's because Stevie, Stevie Wonder why? plays the fucking harmonica and shit. Helped a lot with that album, which is cool. But yeah, super sad song. For sure. That's like more so on the side of just like typical like sad like relationship issues but that doesn't make that doesn't negate how good the song yeah. is <laughs> i actually can't listen to that song anymore because when i was going through like a bad relationship then i listened to that song damn so much like in the middle of it and then after it and so yeah. love the song but it just like okay if I had to um, give you guys three songs to listen to right now, it would be New Ops by Ellie Sostre. Um, <sighs> Traveling Alone by Tom the Mailman. And Your Minds Still by Young Blue featuring Trey. <laughs> so, um, yeah, two of those dropped very recently. 
Ellie Sasha is an artist that you should get into as well. You will enjoy. Is that to me? But Ellie, you, <laughs> that was to everyone, including okay, you. Okay, cool. But yeah, you have yours. Yeah, I'm gonna go with "You" by Mellow High. <laughs> that was a rediscovered song. Interesting. That I've been listening to a lot recently, as in yesterday and today. <laughs> And then Star oh, Treatment yeah. by the Arctic Monkeys. That's right. I listened to that today. And then the last song, Consideration by Rihanna and SZA. Again, a rediscovered song. I've been on such a SZA kick recently. Same with like the rest Damn. of the world, I feel like. Yeah, well, I, I think she's about to drop, actually. I think she's dropping an album. Yeah. She said she was like in the last stages of getting some samples cleared or something. So, love that for her. Go off, Queen. <laughs> Slices. <laughs> I always say that as a joke, but it's bad because it's like not even a joke anymore. You know? That's me with bruh. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's like a joke until you've said it a ton. And then it's like, and then people, it's just kind of who you, it's part yeah. of you. People don't get that it's a joke, and they think that you're saying it for real. And then you're like, oh my god, am I saying it for real at this point? I've said yeah. it, like, way too many times yeah. for it to be a joke. You're like, no, I'm just, like, I'm just kidding. Like, well, you kind of used it, like, in a regular conversation, and you use it a lot. And it's like, and then I'm it's like, not a maybe funny I joke. Say, Bro. If it is a joke, it's not funny. But It's not at all, yeah. You're just kind of, like, saying shit, and yeah. No, it's but that's how, you know, that's how shit goes. It's all right. Whatever. It happens. Whatever. 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 I'm not even mad about it. Whatever. Stop. You're going to make All me right. eon. I'm sorry. It's, it's really late here. It's like a four-hour time difference. It's like 1 a.m. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Well, thank you, folks, for tuning in. <laughs> Today's Ew. podcast was... <laughs> Are you say, are you talking about me saying folks? Thanks, folks, for tuning in. Thanks, folks. All right, I'll redo it. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We will see you every Thursday at about noon. Don't hold us accountable for um, that one. <laughs> it'll be out Thursdays. We know that much. Um, on Spotify, soon on Apple Music. Today's podcast was brought to you by Frank Ocean. He sponsored us. That's why we talk about him a decent amount. He pays us the big bucks. For sure. Don't <laughs> ask Frank. him about it. He'll be really Don't bring it up to Frank. <laughs> it's actually perfect to say we're sponsored by Frank Ocean because he's not going to come fucking say that he didn't. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> Maybe if we make it a joke enough times, he'll actually wind up sponsoring yeah. us. He'll either sponsor us or he'll come out to like say, "Hey, these kids are lying. I don't sponsor their podcast." And then we'll we'll be renowned for getting fucking Frank Ocean to say something. Yeah. So that'd be cool too. If so, I get flamed by Frank Ocean, I don't care because that just means that Frank Ocean is giving me some it, attention. Is that Frank Ocean knows? Kinda. No, he knows you're a person. That's kind of dope. Yeah. I'd be down. Okay. Well. Love you guys. <laughs> Love you guys. See you next Love week. Love you guys. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.